You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're so glad you're here. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer and producer. And Liz, we're doing something we've never done before. (laughs) Devoting a whole show to a place we L-O-V-E. We love. We heart. (laughs) We heart New York. Don't we, Liz? (laughs) We heart New York. This was a great idea, Leanne. This was your idea. And, you know, it's because we have two special guests who can bring us the best of New York. But we've all got great stories about how much we love New York City. And so do a lot of our listeners, Julie. Well, you know, the thing about this show is we're not going to sing any songs (laughs) about loving New York. Okay, can we just set that as the ground rule from the beginning? Okay, so no singing. You can hum along at home, uh, your favorite New York tune, but we're just gonna talk about New York the whole time because why not? All right, I think it's a great idea. Happy to be here. Uh, yeah, Julie, later on in the show, good, good tease. I did put together, though, a playlist on Spotify, a Satellite Sisters Heart New York playlist. So oh, you Leanne, can sing along nice. at home. Yes. Okay, and, I like that. And if I could sing, I would be singing Taylor Swift's Welcome to New York is what I would be singing uh-huh. right now, because we promised a big guest uh, this week and we have two huge guests. Uh, we am <laughs> 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 breaking news. <laughs> uh, we have our sister, Sheila Dolan and our niece, Fiona Dolan. And what's special about these two guests is that they have both relocated to New York City within the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. You heard that right, longtime Satellite Sisters listeners, Sheila Dolan, Miss Dolan, the teacher who has been in Southern California for nearly 20 years, decided this summer to up and move back to New York City. And it blew our minds, didn't mm-hmm. it? It was kind of a surprise. Right, it was the shock. It, it was, was a shock. She all had of a, a sudden, whole plan. She, mm-hmm. she had a whole plan, right, Liz? She yep. just did it. She, she, all of a sudden, she just got up and left. I mean, like so fast. Like I sold my car today. I did this today. I did this today. It was, yeah, it was a lot. And she's there. I, I can't wait to talk to her. Yeah, we're really excited to talk to Sheila because it is a lot. Uh, you know, I'll say it in the last third of your life, the third, third change, big change mm-hmm. for Sheila uh, to decide to do this. She's going back into a classroom situation. She's been on her own. She was a classroom teacher for many years. She started in New York City, first in a public school as a teacher and then principal, then moved to Los Angeles. We did the show on the radio, but then she went back into classroom teaching and she's been running her own tutoring business. So now she's going back into a school environment there in New York City. And so we have exclusive, an exclusive interview with her today. She, she she's has only not... doing, she's only talking to satellite sisters, right? She has, yes. She's not doing any other media outlets. No. Yes, that's it. Uh, so she's coming up. And then our niece, Fiona, who many of you on the show know, if you're longtime listeners, because she used to come down and visit me in Southern California from her home in Bend, Oregon. In the summers, I talk about that on the show. She's a recent college graduate from UC Santa Barbara. And she has always wanted to live in New York. And gosh, darn it, 
Fiona made it happen, didn't she? Like she makes everything happen. She She's makes just everything a girl happen. who makes everything happen. <laughs> so, um, so we caught her uh, in between social engagements and work and, you know, parties, places. Uh, we caught her and we spoke to her about what it's like to be living in New York with three of your friends in a tiny New York apartment and starting your, <laughs> your first New York City job. So we're super excited to get to those things. And we also have a couple of special announcements. We have your New York moments. And then Liz, you do have a new season of cooking with Liz coming up. You're going to yes. tell us all about yes, it. Yes, I at am. The end mm -hmm. of the show. I am. It's big. Yes. It's but last week we asked, it, <laughs> it is mind blowing. I mean, how far she's come, Joel. You just can't <laughs> believe it. The, the fact that we're looking forward to another <laughs> season of cooking with Liz. It's a mini season, Joel. Okay. Just a mini season. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but we did ask you last week on the Facebook group to contribute some of your favorite classic New York moments, things that have happened to you in NYC that could only happen in NYC. But I thought we'd start with, you know, our own favorite New York moments. Liz, you lived there for a long time. Mm -hmm, Julie, mm -hmm. you, we grew up in the New York area. So we visited, you've been there a lot with your grandchildren. So let's, let's start with you guys. Liz, what about you? T tell me some of your favorite NYC moments. Well, Leon, I would say nobody does big events like New York City does big events. So sort of any big event you can possibly participate in, just go. Do not be intimidated. Like our mom, okay, this is really going to date Julie and I, but our mom used to take us out of school and take us to all of the parades for the astronauts. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, and that was cool. Just standing on a huge avenue in New York and seeing the astronauts go by, that was cool. So, and our father, our father started the little running club in the town that we grew up in, in Connecticut. And that was also right when the New York City Marathon started. So he used to take us to the marathon and which was just an amazing thing. You know, originally the New York City Marathon was just running around, 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 around Central Park. It was just many loops of Central Park. Oh, uh, I didn't then, realize that. Yes, yes. And then it expanded to cover all five boroughs. I think that was in like 1976. It's sort of, they decided, okay, let's do this all five borough thing. And so it's just a scene. It's a spectacle. It's amazing. So sometimes we'd be standing on like Central Park, uh, south, which mm -hmm. is right before the finish and watching the finish. That's when dad would take us and we would stand there and watch it. And then when I was a resident of New York, I lived not far from Central Park. So what I would do, and I lived not far from the 25 mile marker. So I would watch the race at home until they started to get close to 20, the 25 mile marker in Central Park. And I'd, I would always have like a brunch with friends and then we would run over there and we would see the runners actually go by. And the amazing thing about the runners in any big city marathon is that you see the people at the front of the pack and they go by like in a flash like this you, was the year this you was can't the really believe how fast they're running you, can't. you haven't like stood on a street and watched you know an elite marathon or run by yeah you just can't believe how fast they're running yeah, yeah. they're running like i could not run that fast for like 100 meters never mind 26 <laughs> miles right so right. your top speed my top uh, we're not fast no, no. top speeds could not ever get to their top no speed, no even in so the, the shortest distance so this was the era when like Greta Waits won nine times. I mean, 
She won the New York City Marathon nine times, people. Come on. Uh, Bill Rogers won it four times. So this was, that was really fun. So I would always do that as a resident. But once the elite runners go by, it is just a sea of humanity. And you look at these people and you think, how the heck did they get to the 25 mile mark? <laughs> you just, you know, you just can't believe they're doing it. And everyone has their shirts on with their names on it. So you can yell like, you know, go Bob, go Mary. Like it's just, it's great as a spectator. So even if you're not a runner, just go stand on the course sometime. It's super fun. But I would always think, God, if those people could do it, it looks like anyone could do it. And then ultimately, I did do it. So in 1995, I actually ran the New York City Marathon with four of my friends. We call ourselves the Rumble Dolls. We had been running together for years. By then, I was living in Portland, Oregon. And um, we just ran every morning. And so one year, we decided in January, like, okay, marathon's first week in November. Let's do it. And none of us had ever run longer than five miles. So and so we trained all year. We had so much fun training. We went to New York. I can remember, you know, the race very famously starts on the Verrazano Bridge, which is this spectacular view of New York. You're over, you know, in Staten Island, a a borough I had rarely visited at any point in my life. Anyway, I just remember standing on the Verrazano Bridge with my friends and being just being overcome at like New York City and the spectacle of this. And I started to cry at the starting line, sisters. <laughs> and, and my friends were like, you're supposed to save that to the end. I'm like, no, I cannot believe we are here. I cannot believe after all of the years I watched the New York City Marathon, I am actually standing at the starting line of the New York City Marathon. So, um, and our goal was to break five hours. So if you're wondering, like, but, and we did, we, we all did. So, yeah. so that was, yes. you know, I know you guys have seen the marathon. It's just a, all stuff like that in New York, anything that pe- someone is executing on a super large scale, nobody does it better than New York. It's like going to the U S open or, or something like that. So that's my number one New York moment is sort of any version of seeing that race move through all the boroughs. And then the, the twice I was actually a runner having that experience of New York going through all five bureaus. And it was, it was unforgettable. So that's a big moment for New York. And then my second one is a much smaller moment, but also one of the things that makes New York city great, obviously around New York, there are a lot of famous people that live in New York. So you, you see them around and it's kind of no big deal, but you know, but they're also people that live there that are almost like fictional characters that you, you, you occasionally you will see them and you will think, my God, that is a real person Uh, just just walking, just walking down the street. Like, uh, and one time I remember seeing Jackie Onassis walking to work and I could not believe that's a good one. That's a good sighting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that, and she was with this was towards the end of her life. At that point, she was living with a guy named Maurice Templesman. And so it was Jackie and Maurice walking to work in the morning. And I was like, I love New York. (laughs) 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 That I could see them, that they're just walking to work like everyone else. It's, you know, no no one is no one is, you know, she wasn't mobbed with photographers. No, 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 no. So just. Seeing Jackie O, that was, that was just sort of an unforgettable, 
small yeah, but right. unforgettable moment for me. It's like so when dad when dad stood on the street corner with John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Yes. Uh, yeah, remember that. He was just wine there. You looked over and it's John and Yoko. I, I saw Andy Warhol in um he's like a fictional character. Yes. What was the name of that German restaurant downtown? Oh um Luchow's, yes. Luchow's, yeah. I saw ja- I saw Andy Warhol come into Luchow's as we were <laughs> leaving. And then I followed John Kennedy Jr. up wow. Madison Avenue for 40 blocks, which was the highlight of my life. I'll be honest. Time well spent. <laughs> it was. We were both headed in the same direction. That's so, all I'm saying. We walked all the way from Midtown up, up to Liz's apartment. <laughs> okay, Julie, how about you? Well, you know, Liz, uh, you know, we have so many memories of New York, but for me, most more recently, I love Brooklyn, uh, which is new, you know, because when we were growing up or even when I would come to visit, I mean, I would always stay in Manhattan, but it's when my son and daughter-in-law and my two grandchildren ended up in Brooklyn, I've spent a lot of time in Brooklyn. So for me, one of the quintessential things to do in New York has to be walking over the Brooklyn Bridge. I don't know what it is about it. I mean, first of all, you feel like you're in a movie, you know, and yes. then, you know, because it is a spectacular view. You can see the harbor. You can see the Statue of Liberty, lower Manhattan. You're with the masses. People are walking. They're on their bikes. You know, cars are coming by. And you just feel like at any minute the soundtrack is going to come swelling up and you're going to be in some <laughs> big New York production, right? Yeah. No, it, but it is definitely worth doing. And it's a definitely a great way to sort of experience uh experience new york and for me brooklyn was such a surprise because one of the things you learn is it has spectacular views of manhattan you know right i mean i i know a lot of our satellite sister listeners talked about taking the circle line ferry and that's another great way but you can just go to brooklyn and look across the you know look across and there is you know manhattan all lit up and it's you know very exciting and romantic and uh, and thrilling to see. So I would Brooklyn Bridge is definitely on my list. I would have to say there is one place right under the Brooklyn Bridge that is special. It was special to me because we went there to celebrate my son and daughter-in-law's engagement. But it is the perfect place to celebrate anything: a birthday, an anniversary, an engagement, a gra- school graduation, and that's the River Cafe in Brooklyn. And uh, one night we had dinner there, and again, you're looking at to see all of Manhattan, and you have this beautiful dinner in this beautiful restaurant with gorgeous flowers. Now special occasions. I mean, it's, you know, just again, a quintessential New York restaurant feels something special when you're there. So I would put that on my list as, as a place. And then my third is something that I don't know that you two have spent any time there, but I highly recommend, which is the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens. I have never been there. Oh my gosh. And I found this, uh, stroller that I could push (laughs) Josephine when she was little. Like we couldn't go one block beyond the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens because then she'd start screaming because she really hated her stroller. But it is this oasis in, in, you know, in New York and it has absolutely beautiful, you know, the cherry trees in the spring. So the cherry blossoms are amazing, but you go into this garden and you, 
you can't believe you're in the middle of a city because it's so much be- so much beautiful nature and you see bird watchers in there you know you know there's just lots of interesting people they're beautiful indoor and outdoor gardens and you know and it's it's one of the million gems there are in New York City in terms of resources of things to do and places to go but but for me it's just very special because I've spent a lot of time with my granddaughter there, but I, I would highly recommend it to anyone. Okay. All right, Jewel. Well, we did Good a day. whole other list of places people love about New York and I'm going to assemble all that. And, but a lot of people mentioned the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens and walking across the Brooklyn bridge. So you are yes. not alone, Julie. People I know I love doing I that. Was, there's yeah. this is, it is, it is, you know, cause I know a lot of people when their time is limited, when they're visiting New York, right. it's hard to know what to do, but um, y- you won't be sorry with uh, any of those three things. Yep. Um, well, okay. So we collected these New York moments. And as you said, Liz, a lot of people mentioned famous people they had seen Erica, who's a native, uh, she's seen everybody, everyone from (laughs) president Gerald Ford and Betty Ford. Good sight. Tommy Toon, Dick Cavett, Dick Cavett at the Metropolitan (laughs) Museum of Art. Brian Dennehy's classic New Yorker and Snoop Dogg. She has encountered them all in various times in her life. That made me laugh. Uh, somebody else after my own heart, um, they actually sat on a subway with JFK Jr. So another, oh. you can tell we're all of the same generation <laughs> that that would be the highlight of our life. So uh-huh. fantastic. Um, okay. This one is really very New York. Mary said she was reading Angela Ashes and she said she was kind of late on, on the Angela Ashes thing, that really devastating memoir, Irish memoir, like the saddest book ever written. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So she, everybody else had read it, but she she was reading it nine months later and she finished it on her morning commute. So she's on the C train, right? And yeah. they pull into 42nd street and she's just sobbing. She's <laughs> sobbing, sobbing. And a group of fellow commuters, she said, none of whom I've ever spoken to before clustered around me and ushered me off the train. <laughs> and then one of them said, it's okay. We all read it too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's a great story. Okay, uh, this is a great, great story from Dave T. He's a he's a Los Angeles native, but he was living in New York for a while. He took a friend out to Sardi's, right? The famous uh, the famous restaurant in the theater district. And her friend, his friend is an actress. And so she does a halfway decent impersonation of Carol Channing. So for some reason, her friend, the friend was persuaded to do this for a room, a table full of people Uh only to turn around and find that Carol Channing was actually standing behind her. <laughs> only in New York, kids. Only in New York. It's a great moment. Okay. Okay. Uh, this one, Caroline, I don't even know what to say about this. Okay. So she's lived in New York for 40 years and she was trying to hail a cab in Long Island City. Okay. Which is not an area where there were going to be a lot of cabs, but that mm-hmm. she's an artist. So she's had her studio there. And uh she uh, she said she had a broken toe, so she needed a cab. She couldn't really navigate the stairs to get to the train to get to Manhattan. So she had to get a cab. And then it started raining and there was a shift shift change and there were no cabs, no cabs, no cabs. Finally, a cab showed up and the driver said, are you the nice lady looking for a taxi? I heard about you. (laughs) So she got in the back and then he started driving in the opposite direction of the bridge, which 
if anyone's been in a New York cab, you would be like, oh my gosh, I'm, he's going to kill me now. Yeah. Like Bail now out I'm now. being, Bail yeah. Out now. Yeah. <laughs> pull over, just let me out of the sidewalk corner. <laughs> so she's like, what is going on? He said, listen, it's the end of my shift, but I have to go wash my cab. It's the law in New York. So would you mind coming to the car wash with me? And you're just going to have to stretch out in the back seat of the yellow cab because I don't want anyone to know you're in there. And then <laughs> once it's washed, I can take you to your house. She's like, okay. So she had to agree to the whole plan. And sure enough, he, he washed the car, took her to his house the next day. She said she's still <laughs> grateful for his kindness and proud to call this city home. Oh my God. That's and so funny. This is a great one from Anne-Marie. She said she was in a West Village cafe with her friends in the night around 1990. And there was a man sitting alone in the booth behind her. And when he spoke to the waitress, she looked because the, the voice was very familiar and sure, sure enough, it was someone famous. And the waitress said, do I know you? You look familiar. And he <laughs> said, I'm Jerry Seinfeld. I have a TV show on NBC. And the waitress, <laughs> and the waitress said, no, I don't know you. I don't have a TV. <laughs> Did that become an episode? <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know you. I don't have a TV. <laughs> so, there you go. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Again, I am compiling a whole list of these and putting them in a single document. And if you are a Pep Talk subscriber, uh, you'll get a link to that this week. More about that later. Yeah, I mean, we're going to put a bunch of extra stuff in Pep Talk this week. So if you haven't subscribed yet, now would be the week to do it. It's going to be a double issue with these memories and all the travel tips that people had and a few other choice New York things. We have a whole entertaining sisters that's new york based that's only going to be in pep talk this week so to do that we'll spread the links all over the place there's probably a link in the show notes you can go to our website satellitesisters.com and the sign up thing will pop up uh we'll spread it all around this week so make sure you get signed up for pep talk this week our weekly newsletter okay coming up next our sister sheila live from her, her apartment live from new york <laughs> so again, she's been living in LA for 20 years. We're going to talk to her about how she made this decision, what's going great, what's not going so great, and what's happening there in her school in New York City. So stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters. Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with your with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. By yeah, <laughs> the way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because yeah. it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. 
ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com sisters and use code sisters to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. We're back with the Satellite Sisters, Leanne, Liz, and Julie here with our special guest from New York City, our sister, Sheila Dolan. Sheila, welcome to Satellite Sisters. <laughs> Yay! Hey, hey! Thank you so much. I am happy to be back. It, yes, it's been a while. All right. So tell us, you know, we set you up. People know now you made this momentous decision uh, to move from Southern California to New York City to go back to teaching in a school setting. Why did you do that at this stage in your life? That is a very good question. Okay. The first reason is that I was offered a job. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so I true, I lived in Los Angeles for almost 19 years. And I but I lived in New York for 20 years. And my daughter is in New York, my daughter, Ruthie. So I have over the years applied for jobs in New York, I just want to see what's out there. And never do I get a call because, hey, I'm not a young person anymore. Right. Um, you know, schools have to pay me quite a lot of money um, based on my experience. And so I never get calls back, sister, but I got a call back from a really, really wonderful school. And I went through the interview process and I just, I took a really deep breath and I said, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to move back to New York. Um, So Sheila, Sheila, this interview process was all on Zoom. It was all on Zoom, um, like so much of our lives now. And I really loved uh, the person, my boss, my immediate boss. I I loved her energy. Um, She clearly liked me a lot. And then I had another interview with the headmaster of the school and he was on board and it was great. I mean, New Yorkers and New York life and New York schools. I'm very used to that because I worked in New York schools for a long, long time. Uh, but to make the change again at my age, yeah. Um, to figure out what to do uh, logistically, how to find an apartment. And I'm telling you, once I said yes, everything that I needed to do just fell into place. So, oh, that's so good. That's so yeah. good, Sheila. <laughs> And I was able to stay at my daughter's place for a month while I found an apartment. I found a great apartment in New York. No one can believe it that I found an apartment, (laughs) a spacious apartment in New York. Um, I do have a roommate, uh, but here's the, uh, here's, here's something funny. I haven't met her yet. Um, She is still abroad helping her mother um, get set up in a nursing home. So I have to have the run of the place to myself. And you know, I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Um, So it is really, really fun being back in New York. It's, um, you know, the weather, the cold weather has not come yet. So, you you know, you might want to talk to me in in three months. Um, I may be singing a different tune. Uh, but uh, I have discovered uh, the Crosstown bus. 
Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Okay. And it's very civilized. <laughs> um, and <laughs> um, so I get to work on the Crosstown bus. It's a five minute bus trip. Everything is so convenient um, in terms of where I live, my job. And, you know, let's not knock convenience. It's wonderful. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, Jill, did yeah. you have a moment when you got there or maybe you were sitting there the first week and you thought, what did I do? What? Yes. Oh, yeah, Leanne, I did. Yeah, I, I did because um, I was, you know, I was still riding. I was going on the subway. Um, I was sitting very close to humanity, all of humanity. Yeah. Um, I, I had come out of this bubble um, in, you know, working for myself, uh, being COVID safe, like not seeing anyone. And then all of a sudden you're in New York City and you are bumping up against everyone on the street and in stores and on the subway. And I, yeah, I thought, what have I done? You know, uh, uh, let me, should I put an extra mask on while I'm in New York? I mean, <laughs> you know, is that why you're riding through your mind? Sheila, is that why you're riding the Crosstown bus rather than the subway? Is that, is yes, that, Julie, is that the lifestyle change you've because uh, adapted? Because the percentage to? of people, Julie, riding the bus, um, the higher percentage of people who are fully masked. Mm -hmm. So on the subway, there are a lot of people who just don't wear masks. Um, and I'm still a mask wearer big time. So uh, I, I'm doing fine. Uh, so far, so good. <laughs> All right. So it's what good. are the big differences, though? I mean, it's been 20 years since you lived in New York, essentially. Oh, oh I mean, have things changed? Or are you out of out of out of whack? Or are you out of I'm out of I'm out of whack, Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, major change, major change in New York and a major change from L.A. to New York. Basically, smoking, 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 every kind of smoking on the street. And that was not happening, um, especially in Los Angeles, where Liz wasn't Santa Monica, the first city to ban smoking. Well, yeah, no, outdoor smoking is is banned. That that is correct. All right. But, so, but plus, in LA, you're you're not really on the street, right? You're like in your car going to a place, and then you're in a place. Whereas New York, people come out of the building and light up directly outside of the front door to the building, right? Yes. So yeah. there's just a lot of smoking, um, a lot of smoking pot. Yeah. Uh, can we call it pot? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can because we're old. Yeah, we can call it pot. The kids call it weed, but yeah. And um, so what I do just, you know, because I don't like secondhand smoke of any kind. I just make sure I'm masked up on the street <laughs> when I'm when I'm when I'm going through certain neighborhoods. Right. Uh -huh. So so um, in my neighborhood, actually there's a lot of smoking so i just keep my mask on i just as, I just as opposed to I california mean. sheila where we just have a lot of smoke now so you've, <laughs> right, you've traded one kind of smoke for another who knows oh what's worse gosh. yeah i just i wasn't you know it, that was kind of a shocker to me um and a second shocker which i mean in when I talk about a bike lane, I'm talking about bike lane 
for days. There is a bike lane in New York that is so wide and so busy and so dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't see yourself uh, taking a biking as a way to get to and from work. You know, Julie, first of all, okay, so it's, it's, it's electric bikes. It's electric scooters. It's electric surfboards. I don't know what they're riding. (laughs) And and no helmets at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing is, so when you're crossing the street, you kind of have to look both ways because the bikes are, are riding against the, what they're supposed to be riding as well. So they're just bikes everywhere. Um, food delivery is all done this way. Uh, and that just wasn't happening in New York when we were here, was it, Liz? I mean- Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a Bloomberg thing, right? He put in all those right. bike lanes and supported biking around New York, which is, which is a good thing, but it's, it's a lot of bikes. Yeah, that's the difference. It's a lot. <laughs> A lot of people, a lot of bikes. Uh-huh. Um, cross, cr- you can't, there's no, there's no, uh, jay- not a lot of jaywalking anymore because even if you try, there's a, there's a bike coming your way. I mean, <laughs> so. Um, well, that cuts down on the jaywalking issue. So I guess that's the upside. Right. I mean, I just have to be really careful at this point. Cause so there's like the mask, the bikes. Um, and then. I guess, I guess this is, I was really spoiled in California and you know, I'm a germaphobe, but the land of toilet seat covers, I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I just miss going into a restroom and seeing a toilet seat cover. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, that's not ha- happening in New York. So um, in California, any restroom, whether it was a gas station or a four-star restaurant, had toilet seat covers, and I appreciated them. (laughs) You could start a movement. I I definitely appreciated them. Um, But the other thing is you can walk into any store in New York and ask for directions or ask anything at all, and five people will give you an answer. Mm -hmm. And it's that's abs- nice. That's it's, nice. It's absolutely wonderful. It, you know that they're just moments, uh, moments of people coming together. I mean, there's a common humanity here, and I think people see themselves as somewhat surviving here in New York. And so, like, if a woman gets on the bus, like I saw, I was on the bus again yesterday, and a young woman got on uh, with two kids. Now her stroller was supposed to be folded. But you could tell she had just had it. <laughs> right. So she didn't fold up her stroller and whatever. It was a Saturday. And, you know, five people got up to help her because the bus, the bus driver made several announcements that she couldn't remain, you know, with an unfolded up stroller. And we all helped her fold up her stroller and get that her. That is good. Get I, her I, that's really yeah. nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember I being in New York with Josephine. I, I couldn't fold up that stroller. I didn't know. Why. <laughs> right, Jewel. But people right. helped me. They helped me on the subway. They helped me carry that stroller up the up the stairs. Very nice that way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she Sheila Plus, there. Sheila Plus, you raised Ruthie in New York City. So you've been that young mom with the stroller and the groceries and the toddler. So you lived that yeah. life. 
you know what I, I have to say, Liz, um, that it was mainly women who helped this other woman. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah, didn't see a lot of men jumping up. So <laughs> well, maybe that's just the crosstown bus ethos. <laughs> His mom loved a crosstown bus too. So yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but it's it's pretty amazing to be here. Um, I finally feel acclimated. It's been two months since I've been here total. And I'm really, you know, I'm really feeling like a New Yorker again, if I can say that. So it's been really fun. Yeah. Are you walking faster and talking faster? Has that happened I'm, yet? I'm walking fast, as fast as I possibly can, Leanne. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. You don't there's you're wearing black. Are you as your wardrobe now? Oh, I'm back in black, Jewel. I'm back okay. in black. Yeah. Um, and there's a trend here. Um, sneakers with dresses, dresses mm. with sneakers. So you can wear sneakers to work as long as you're wearing a dress. Uh, that's kind of a look. And uh, like I have bad feet as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. we, we've heard. We've yes, heard. We know. So <laughs> I appreciate that whole sneaker with dresses. look. Uh -huh. Yeah, that works for me. Absolutely. Okay, now you found this super great apartment. Tell us a little bit about it. You don't have to you don't have to give out your address, but I mean I it does sound like a bit of a miracle. I am not disclosing where I live, Land, but it is a miracle. So I did look for an apartment by my for myself, a, a, a studio, um, uh, a, a, you know, anything at all. And yeah, the prices are really high. That that is true, but I just I couldn't see myself living in any, any of the places I looked at. And then I got super frustrated. So I don't know what in, inspired me to look on an apartment share site. And I saw, it's sort of like a dating site. I saw an ad. <laughs> we woman. have some experience with that. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw an ad for a woman who um, had an apartment, a two bedroom, a large two bedroom in a beautiful part of the city, but in a special part of the city that's sort of secluded and, um, and very, very convenient to my job. So we actually communicated via Skype. Um, she is in another country right now and I actually haven't met her, but <laughs> we communicated by text, by Skype, and, and things like that. And she's, she's wonderful. She seems like a wonderful person. So I am living in a gorgeous two bedroom, a top floor of a 12 story building. You know, I love that. Wow, <laughs> penthouse, penthouse. <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> There's no one above me. It's an elevator building. And the only way I can describe where I live the best way I can describe it is, you know, you've heard of the body positive movement, right? Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I would say my building is old positive. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people that have been there a really long time, a really long time. <laughs> and I know why, because number one, you start with benches. Oh, <laughs> benches, benches for days all around the building. And, you know, Oh, by the way, there's a Trader Joe's and a Target right across the street out from my building. Wow. But touch of California. A touch of Cali. 
But sometimes when you're lugging the, oh, I did go ahead and buy a big grocery cart already because you have to have a wheeled cart. But sometimes when you're coming back with the cart, you just want to take a little sit. A little- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little rest a little yeah. rest on the benches. So benches are just so helpful. I mean, <laughs> in so many ways. Then, of course, there's an elevator. Oh, I love an elevator. elevator. Well, explain to people you've lived in buildings with no elevators, walking up I've, six floors. So it okay. may seem obvious to other people, like, okay. sure, it's an elevator right. in a building. Okay, okay, yes, people, I've never had an elevator. I've never had a dishwasher. <laughs> I've never had a laundry room with more than one washer. Mm. Um, I've never had convenience in my life, basically. <laughs> so um, to take that elevator up every day is, is just such a pleasure. And then I take it down to the, t- to the bottom level where they have a ginormous laundry room. Oh, wow. That must oh. make you so happy. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> you buy a card, Liz. No more quarters. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah the, the quarters between the bus and the laundry. The quarters, <laughs> the quarters used to kill you in New York. No, the quarters used to kill you. So you, you purchase a card. They have the big wheelie um, bins for your laundry, tables for folding. <laughs> Um, they have a massive recycling center there where you recycle everything. Oh, talk about old positive. <laughs> there's, there's a garbage chute. Oh, wow. Chute. Like Seinfeld. Yeah. It's just like wow. Seinfeld. You just shoot your, your garbage down there. It's shoot it. Just shoot it down. You shoot it down. That is Plus, really living, Sheila. Plus, when I was moving in, I rented a U-Haul truck. Not that I really needed one. I didn't have a lot of stuff, but I just wanted to make it official. So we had um, a friend of mine. We had my stuff out of the truck on the side. And an older woman came out of my new building with one of those big carts, those wheelie, um, just like a, like, a, like, they, like that they have in hotels. To yes, luggage, a luggage yes. Cart. She said, hey, you're going to need a few of these. And she brought them out for us. Old positive. (laughs) Old positive. Then every few feet, practically around my building, they have bulky drop-offs, Leanne. (laughs) You don't have to wait in line in a car to do a bulky (laughs) drop-off. What is a bulky drop-off? Well, if if you have really large boxes or old, I don't know, old old furniture they old mattresses have. basically yeah old oh, mattresses okay. and stuff like that old mattresses <laughs> they have furniture out there bulky drop-offs yep <laughs> then nice. yesterday i noticed i was coming out they had a huge truck making a lot of noise which i never hear around here it was a shredder that comes once a month and you mm. just you just haul your old bills in there and they <laughs> shred it for you <laughs> i can't explain it it's wow. amazing. <laughs> I think I feel like you've gotten older since you moved to New York. <laughs> you sound like you're about a hundred now. <laughs> now, now, Sheila, do they have any social events uh, in your business? Yes, yes, they have. They have. Um, they have like little dances. They have par- a park. 
They have their own coffee shop. Um, and yes, they have events on the schedule, Julie, but I won't be going to those. Don't worry, sister. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not old. I'm just saying this. You're just old positive. Yeah. Yes. This is a place where you could grow old very comfortably. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you'd be okay. You'd, you'd be okay. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening over here. Well, it certainly sounds like you've rediscovered the glamour of New York. Yeah. <laughs> so too busy doing your laundry to take in any Broadway, I can see. <laughs> it's all it's all new to me. But yes, I'll be I'll be hitting the museums and Broadway soon. But again, still getting acclimated, still still purchasing furniture. And of course, they have a little concierge service where you can have large furniture dropped off wow. and That's just good. Take, take it up to your place. So um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I really am. <laughs> All right. So how is work going? How's work? How is it being back in a school environment? Because as you said, you were on your own, you were in your own bubble, you've been running your own business. Now you're back at school. Well, you have to be careful what you wish for because uh, it's it's work, okay, people. It's, it's as 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 our sister Monica likes to say, you are working five days a week, <laughs> and you show up. I show up at work at seven thirty. I end the day about four thirty, and the first that was the moment when I was really scared, Leanne that I had made a mistake because I was so tired. I was scared something might happen to me on the way home. Like when I was, I thought I wouldn't make it to the Crosstown bus. That's how tired I was. Just well, from- such a, a lifestyle change, Sheila. That's, I mean, right. Cause you had a little, lot more flexibility uh, running your own business. Flexibility. I never set my alarm clock. So mm. that's- <laughs> Okay. That's so I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be <laughs> diplomatic. No, I didn't set my alarm clock. I worked with kids after school and I could go swimming in the middle of the day and have a big old lunch. So yeah, no, it's different, but it's exciting at the same time. So you're with really educated, interesting, lively people. You know, you're in a, a community, a school is a community. So there's a lot for me to learn and um, I'm enjoying it. And I love being around children. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's sort of, you know, why I was hired. Like I want to be teaching again. Um, that's always been my first love. And so, uh, you know, after a brief period of sort of what onboarding and stuff like that, I'm ready to go back into the classroom and work in small groups. So I'm getting excited for that. And how are the kids doing at school? I, well, you know, what's, what's the school environment like now? Uh, oh for you? my gosh. I'm so impressed. I, I, I just, it's, it kind I kind of tear up when I think about it because these, these kids have missed their friends so much. They've missed their teachers. Um, yeah. They, they, kids just want to be in school. They, they want to be together. They want to be learning. And, and so, yeah, I, I have to say the kids are the heroes. I mean, my school is extremely safe with everything. And um, there are lots of checks that you have to go through uh, with 
immunizations, I mean, uh, you know, the vaccinations and, and masking. Everyone is masked at my school. And I've never seen a child in a month ever, ever take off a mask complain about a mask right you know not like big not like adults you know in the world right now complaining about a mask these children are just happy to wear them because they want to be in school yeah right, right. right. i mean I it is amazing how they just put the masks on and they keep them on i know i mean i see that with my grandchildren too uh sheila they just they just wear the masks okay that's that's it you know they don't no back talk on that and they wear them properly too. It's not like they, have, I know. they don't have, I mean, adults don't wear them properly. No, I know. Yeah. But the kids do. They all do. And that's, that's great, Sheila. Yeah. They Sheila, all- Sheila, is it weird to just be around people all day? Is that the exhausting mm-hmm. part? Cause you were kind of in a bubble and, you know, in your own home and doing some, some of your tutoring over zoom and all of that. And now there just must be lots of people around all the time. Liz- there are lots of people and there are a lot of meetings, uh, a, lot uh, of, yeah. a lot of meetings. So I'm not used to people and I'm not used to meetings. Yeah. So that's yeah. a whole, that's a whole thing that you have to get used to. You know, you bring your, your laptop everywhere. Everybody's online. Everybody's, you know, doing some high tech stuff that I, you know, I have, a, I have some stuff to catch up on uh-huh. basically in the technology world. Um, but yeah, it's super busy, Liz. Mm. And, and in, in addition to being busy, like doing work, my school really has a great philosophy of, they like to, I'll just say party. They like to have events for teachers and, you know, up on the rooftop or wherever we can go outside and just to be social. And oh, that'll be great for you. Yeah, yes. Sheila, just, I was going to ask if you have, if the, any of your colleagues have sort of reached out and sort of befriended you and helped you along the way. Yes, yeah. So um, my school is quite large. It's pre-K through 12th grade. So yes, and the, the high school division is down the street. So a lot of, a lot of people from the high school have asked, you know, I saw them at the faculty meeting the other night. How's it going, Sheila? Did you find an apartment? Yeah, it's just a really collegial school. And that part of it has been wonderful. Um, You know, totally enjoy that part of it. And, you know, just in terms of balancing, you know, my work life with whatever, you know, life I have, um, you know, I'll, I'll take care of that later. Right now, I'm just really busy at work and just getting used to the pace and, you know, what I need to do. Yeah. Well, well you I'm, did... I'm tired just thinking about it. I know. <laughs> it's such ask... a huge change. It it's is a big just, change, Shell. You've it's a big just change. dramatically changed every part of your life. I know. I know. I do that every, what, 10, 20 years. And, um, <laughs> I, I seem to, to, to make it through, but um, again, and, you know, I guess the final word is like to have my daughter here is, is so nice. That's oh, great. That's great. Just to be able to see her whenever I want and have dinner, go down and visit, uh, you know, that part, you know, there's so much to do together. So um, that, that's really, really great um, after all these years. And Leanne, I just uh, saw your kids today in New York <laughs> while they were visiting. Um, I mean, New York is a place like it's always here, 
So please come visit. Please come visit me. <laughs> Just don't stay. No staying. No, no room at the end. No, I, I, I wanna I wanna coordinate my visit with the shredding event. <laughs> <laughs> You got it, Julie. Okay. You got it. I'll stand in line for you. <laughs> well, Sheila, I mean, it is a huge change. So I am proud of you. I'm I'm really Thank proud. Because that yes. we're all it, proud of you. Yes. It happened really suddenly. You know, I mean, people can dwell over things for years. I know you said you were applying for years, but the timeline was fast. Like you got oh. the offer and it was like four day, four weeks later, you were gone. I mean, I barely had time to plan the family party to send you off. <laughs> oh, Leanne, I know the family party. I mean, that was, that was amazing. And yeah, I did an Irish goodbye with a few of my friends out yeah. there because I didn't have time to say goodbye to everybody. So if anyone's listening <laughs> that I know that I haven't said goodbye to goodbye, I'm here. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, will you check in from time to time? Let us know now that you're out and now that you're out that you've moved to New York, you, you've added Absolutely. yourself. Moved to New you York. got it. Okay. All right. Oh, yes. New York updates. Okay. Okay. That would so, be great. Watch for those bicycles, Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And en enjoy that dishwasher. That is life changing. I know Liz. I <laughs> No, it's major for me. It's major. <laughs> All right, Sheila. Lots of love. We got to go. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. <laughs> Lots Bye. of love. Liz, you know, we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there. A gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, you I like did. to share? Would you like I know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... going to be happy, okay? <laughs> and that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge.
We are excited to welcome to Satellite Sisters another member of the Dolan family that has just moved to New York City. <laughs> On the other end of the spectrum from old positive Sheila <laughs> is new college grad Fiona Dolan. Fiona, we are so happy to have you back at Satellite Sisters. You know, Satellite Sisters listeners have known you since you used to come to my house in the summers and we go to the American Girl store together. <laughs> and now you're graduated from college and you're taking on the big city. Fiona, welcome to Satellite Sisters. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure. It's been so long. <laughs> All right. So you grew up in Bend, Oregon. You went to college at UC Santa Barbara. What made you want to move to New York at this time in your life, at this time in New York's history? So I always wanted to move to New York since I was like 10 or whenever the first time I actually came here and like saw Broadway, I was like, I need to be in New York City. I thought I was going to be famous when I was little. So <laughs> I think that was like... There, there's still time, Fiona. There's still time. Fiona, yeah. Yeah. I'm we only think 21. You're famous. <laughs> but I always wanted to move to New York. And when I was first applying to college, I was thinking about NYU and just like the East Coast in general. But my dad was like, please don't go to New York City yet. So um, I knew I wanted to make it happen. And then a few of my college friends, my one of my best friends, who's my now roommate here, um, got a job like a year ago. She got a job in October of 2020 in New York. And then we were basically like, all right, we're all getting jobs in New York and we are moving. That, so. It's incredible that you all did get jobs in New York. I mean, I you, you got yourself a job in New York City. You're in advertising now. Are you enjoying it? I do. I like it a lot. It um, The people truly make it so much better because um, <laughs> obviously work is work. So <laughs> I think that was a harsh reality for all of us was like, wow, we are, we're working a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That first job out of college is it's always a shocker. Yeah. But yes. then but then Fiona, I remember just the regular paycheck was so exciting that like oh my, oh my god, every two weeks, this is fantastic. That that is, you know, what makes it all worth it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and are you working at, in an actual office now? Because you were work from home for quite a while. Yeah. So no, I just started going to the office last week. It's in Midtown um, on 33rd Street. So we go Tuesdays, Thursdays, and it's actually not mandatory until January. And then like the whole team. So it's only my small team, which is like four people. So in January, it'll be everyone at my company is back, but never, we're never going to go in every day of the week again. There's still, it's still up in the air about how many days we will be going to the office, but no Fridays ever again. Oh, my oh God. Wow. that sounds so great. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, 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 maybe I'll get a job. Should I get a job? No, <laughs> no, never hey, mind. You can be a junior account executive. Just like <laughs> First of all, I was so proud that you were a junior account executive and not an intern. Can I tell you, I just was proud of you that you got a real title. All right. So let's just talk. You've been in New York about seven, eight weeks now. What do you, what were your first impressions of actually living in the city versus visiting the city? So at first, when you move here, I feel like it kind of, especially because I wanted to move here for so long and like kind of romanticized the whole thing by like moving to New York in my 20s and I'm young and whatever. So when we first moved here, it just feels like vacation for like the first couple weeks. And we like didn't really go grocery shopping or like do 
anything that was sustainable for our lives for the first like month. So I think the first like time when we were like, okay, guys, we actually live here now and we need to adjust to like not going out and doing things every single day and going grocery shopping, like stuff like that was our first kind of like shocker into it. (laughs) It's good. I will say like everything, like everything happens in New York city. Like it is insane here. Like if you want to do something, if you want to see your artists, like that you've been dying to see, you will see them, especially now with everything opening back up. Like I just saw my all-time favorite artist last night, Phoebe Bridgers, who I know Leah and you. <laughs> she grew up in Pasadena. I know. I know her mom. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's a big, huge rock star. I know. That's yeah. fun though. Yeah. It's fun that you can take advantage of that though. And, and, yeah. and not have to drive. <laughs> exactly. That's another thing. Like we never, we don't, get in a car ever we hardly even uber or lyft or anything like that just because it's a little more expensive so um yeah it's been incredible it's truly go 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 I've definitely lost sleep just going from (laughs) work to then like going to a concert like right after work and then you get home late and then but it's exactly what I like I feel like I'm very I lived in Santa Barbara before this which is a beach town very different it was a little too slow for me. So mm-hmm. I really like being here because it's, you're on the move at all times. Have you gotten used to just taking everything you need with you at 8 a.m. in the morning and walking out the door? Like everything's in your back for the next 12 hours. Have you gotten used to that piece of New York? So I'm trying to get used to that. So like yesterday I forgot my headphones and I had to go on a subway to Queens and I was like, so sad. I was like, no, I don't know what I'm going to do. You had to sit on a subway all the way to Queens with no headphones. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. was painful, honestly. But um, so still getting used to that. That's a great question, though. I think like what's important is bringing like maybe an extra shirt or like extra, like just a layering item. <laughs> uh, yeah. You never know what could happen out there. If it's going to thunder storm or flash flood or something like that. <laughs> flash so, floods. Yeah. You you've had a few of those since you've been there. Wow. Yeah. We've had like four hurricanes. <laughs> I just remember so, when our brother Brendan lived there, he used to always take extra napkins. Cause he was like, you can never have too many napkins in New York. Just <laughs> constantly you know, getting napkins and putting them in his bag, just in, just smart. in case. No, so what's your smart. living situation? Like, are you living with your friends from college? Yeah. So I live, I'm, I'm in a four bedroom. So I have three. Wow. Roommates. Yeah. I didn't know those existed in New York. I know that's what everyone says, which is hilarious. <laughs> I lived with 14 people when okay. I lived in Santa Barbara. <laughs> okay. So this is like spacious and luxurious for us. So it's been great. But um, yeah, so I live in the East Village with my with two of my friends from college and one of my friends who I grew up with in Bend from high school. And y'all, I kind of like joined forces with my friends from college, Josh, my friends from high school. So now we are a little little four bedroom and it's great. We have um, laundry and a dishwasher here, which is very Fiona, you don't know this, but Sheila was just talking about how much she loves her laundry and dishwasher. Oh my God. What a, what a luxury item (laughs) items those are in New York city. Right. So it really is. And it's funny, just quick story about our um, apartment is that 
we were planning on moving somewhere into a different apartment until six days before we flew to New York City from the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So we thought we were going to move somewhere in Little Italy. And then our landlord slash renter man completely ghosted us. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we had to like do a mad dash scramble to find the apartment. And like, we were on FaceTime because my friends live in California and me and my other friend are from Oregon. So we were on FaceTime for like five hours trying to figure out what to do. Like we were all like yelling at each other and it's just like, that's good. It sounds fun. Decision-making that's important. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, totally. So, and then we found this place, signed the lease, like the next day, flew to New York on like a Friday got here and we walked in and my roommate was like so it is really small but (laughs) we'll be okay um but we love it I honestly think everything worked out really well okay good now are you taking the subway places have you figured out the subway yet yeah so we take the subway most like if we're ever going uptown or to like Brooklyn or any other borough we take the subway and we we live right by the L stop, which is funny because when I was like 12, my dad bought me a shirt that's like the L train. It says like Brooklyn to Manhattan. And now I use the L train like every day. So it's oh, that is sweet. That's nice. Okay, good. Yeah. There was well, the subway. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say we walk, we try and walk most places if it's downtown, just because it's still so nice out and easy to get to everything's like 20 or 30 minute walk just getting our steps in um but overall we've we figured out the subway I've definitely gone on the wrong subway multiple times or just going the wrong direction Mm -hmm. but still trying to like really get the trains down but it's great I mean it's just so easy to like get anywhere within a matter of 30 minutes so we really like it okay good glad now does the city strike you as expensive Definitely. Yeah. It's very expensive. (laughs) Um, just rent wise paying for what you like the amount that you pay for the small (laughs) place you get is shocking, but (laughs) I mean, California is really expensive. Right. Right. Yes, so, you were, you but were you living, get more. You get, you get more. You yeah. get more. Like, <laughs> yeah, you were with fourteen girls in Santa Barbara, but you were in Santa Barbara <laughs> looking at the Pacific Ocean. True, true. Yeah, that was. I definitely have tried, like, to not basically during the week trying to spend less money on like going out and like drinks or food and making meals in during the week, and then having the weekend be kind of like you can spend more on those items now that sounds very sensible are you saying that because your parents are listening and that's <laughs> that, that's why Sorry, you're saying mom and <laughs> but i will say the biggest thing was the rent to get used to and hopefully as life goes on here like i definitely want to be in new york a very long time um moving somewhere like brooklyn where you do get more you might have a small backyard, which would be crazy. Um, so we'll see. Like in the next couple of years, I don't really know where life is going to take me, but I do want to be in New York a very long time. 
Okay. Oh, I like it. Liz, she's committed. She's yes, like, I like that. All we, right. We, we need a few people just planted in New York, Fiona, so that <laughs> when we come visit, it's just a I, lot more fun. Well, now you have Sheila, me. Yeah, I've yeah. seen, I haven't seen Ruthie yet, but mm-hmm. sure I'll see her, but yeah. Um, you anyway. know, Fiona, uh, if people are listening and their kids are, are wanting to move to New York, but they have hesitancy about, you know, is it safe? Is it a, is it a sane place to live? What would you say to parents out there who are, who are, uh, who, who are not crazy about the idea of their kids going to New York city? That's a great question. Um, I think it is a lot. I mean, you have to be on guard 100%, especially at night. Like I try not go out at night alone and like that kind of thing. But overall, like it feels very safe. And obviously there's parts and places that you have to be careful, whatever. But um, I think if you're on guard and you're smart and sensible about things, then I feel very safe here. And my neighborhood is so many young people and we're all in the same situation and everyone's looking out for each other at all times. And if you're on the subway and you, you feel kind of weird, like there's definitely people that are watching out for you and like being just a young girl, especially in the city, um, people like want to help you. And I think something I realized about New York that was a shocker to me is that we have had no like mean New Yorker situations (laughs) and everyone was like, you're going to have to get used to, you know, people yelling at you and that kind of thing. But New Yorkers have been really, really great to us. And um, there are so many people who are like transplants where it's like you move from somewhere else. Um, So everyone's kind of like looking out for each other in that sense. And we've made so many friends just like, because we know someone who knows someone and everyone wants to like get to know each other and, and be around each other. But I think for parents, let your kid do it. They're going to love it. So (laughs) I really think so. Fiona, I think also that you had a support group that you went with your good yeah. friends. I, I, you know, uh, it's and that you're living with your good friends. You have some people you, you can depend on. So you're not alone in the city, but you know, you have, you have your people and that's important. I completely agree. I don't think I could have done it alone. I, I just, it's just so nice to have like home here. Like immediately it felt like I had my life here. So I totally agree with that. Like it, it's a game changer moving with your friends and having your support system around you. Well, in the old days, when you used to go to an office, that's why you mm-hmm. became so close to the people you worked with because mm-hmm. you didn't know anybody else and they became your friends. You know, that's, that's how you made these, you know, very fast and long office friendships because they were your support system. So right. yeah, working remotely, it's, it's a co- whole different situation. If you never actually meet your coworkers face to face. All right. Well, that was good. That was very positive. I hope we yes. put a lot of uh, parents uh, on the right track. All right. So some top things, some fun things to do in New York. What have you done? That's been so fun. So as I was brainstorming this, I think there are some quintessential New York activities that are not overrated at all and (laughs) very important to do. We went to the Met, obviously, is just incredible. You can spend days there. Um, I do not think that is overrated in the slightest. We (laughs) made a commitment to go to the Met again soon to see the fashion exhibit after the Met Gala and everything. Um, 
the Highline. These are just like what came to my head first. Yeah. But yeah, the Highline Central Park is just absolutely lovely. And it is great. So yep. not overrated at all. Um, but besides from those like huge main things, things we like to do, um, any park is just so fun to go sit in, like bring a blanket and some food and you can literally people watch for hours. So we go to like Washington Square Park, Tompkins Square Park, Prospect Park, which is in um, Park Slope in Brooklyn. We've had a lot of fun just like posting at the park and just sitting there watching everyone around us, laughing, playing games, like that kind of stuff. Um, we also recently went to Governor's Island, which I hadn't been to before, which was really fun. We went to a little folk festival on Governor's Island. It's so easy to get there. Um, it's like a 20 minute ferry. It's three bucks and you can see the whole city. Oh, Another okay. fun ferry to do is the Staten Island Ferry. So we didn't actually go to Staten Island, but we went at sunset and it's free and you see the entire New York City skyline. You see Brooklyn. Um, and we went to that like the first week or two we moved here. And that was like, wow, we really lived here. And this is. <laughs> no, that gives me chills. That's great. That's great. great. Yeah. That's so great. Other yeah people the people watching is the number one thing in new york it's just oh the, my gosh the yeah. people are insane and there are so many of them <laughs> and they're all so different it is so fun oh yeah i was gonna mention i think it's what's something we've enjoyed doing is going to all the different neighborhoods and just like spending a couple hours just exploring because everything is so different like there's just a, like a dividing line between you know like the east village and tribeca and financial district and uptown it's everything is so different the people are different the food you're around is different so it's it's really cool to explore and like see the ins and outs of all those different different areas you know this is a good list it's a fantastic list i love it people watching is just it's underrated as an activity so you're absolutely right and yes and it's cheap it's free. cheap yeah <laughs> 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 um all right we're gonna wrap here but anything else happening um are you wearing a lot of black have you transitioned to all black yet or are you still bringing that cali style to nyc um that's i did have to reinvent my style moving here but that's funny <laughs> after this and me and my roommates are going shopping so. uh, uh, what, do, what do you mean by that from is it a big leap from college to working or just california to, uh, west coast to east coast I think it's more West Coast to East Coast, just because, I mean, in Isla Vista, where I lived in college, like people literally didn't wear shoes right. to class. <laughs> yeah, you're going to find those helpful in NYC. Yeah. Yes, we have a no shoes rule, like in our, in, on our carpet in our apartment. Oh, good so, idea. Yeah, no, good idea. Definitely out there. But, I um, remember once, like growing up in a million years, you wouldn't think of wearing open-toed shoes to New York. That was just not done. And so then remember when things started to get more casual there and I would see New Yorkers in open-toed shoes. I was like, what are they crazy? What are they doing? Wait, I completely shoes. agree. It feels disgusting to have open shoes, <laughs> open-toed shoes. But um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is tr transitioning like the jean shorts style in California to something a little classier, but you can really wear anything in New York, which is so fun. Like I've had a lot of fun experimenting 
like with my style and that kind of stuff, I, I like fashion a lot and um, you can wear anything here and feel fine about it. Where in California, or at least in Santa Barbara, like most of what we wore was like swimsuits and tank tops and shorts. So I've had a <laughs> not wearing that in shorts to kind formal of, events. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think we're going to go shopping for some, for some work clothes today. So. Oh, that's exciting. That's well, great. you're going to want to go to Ann Taylor, right, Liz? That's where you sent me <laughs> when I moved to New York and Saks Fifth Avenue. They used to yeah. have a great work or, line. I don't even know if Century 21 still exists, but that used to be a, <laughs> that used to be a good spot too. So okay. Fiona, it, Fiona, having spent my twenties in, in New York, it is so exciting to hear you talk about this oh, adventure yeah. you're on. It is the perfect time of your life to be there. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. All right, Fiona. Great talking to you. Lots of love. Have fun. Peace. Stay connected. Hey, can you send us a photo of you and your friends out shopping this afternoon that we can I post? I would love to. Love okay, to. great. I, just text me. <laughs> text me. Of All course. right, Fiona. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Wow. That, that was so great to talk to Fiona. That It's just perfect that she's in New York at this stage in her life. But, you know, did you notice that Fiona and Sheila were both kind of saying the same thing, which I experienced living in New York? It's like the big things are easy. You can go out and experience the whole world. You have art and culture and drama and all of that. It's the simple things that are hard. You don't have a dishwasher. You don't have an elevator. You don't have a laundry room. You don't have any quarters for the laundry. You know, so big things easy, small things hard. That's the way I think of New York. <laughs> Well, it was just really fun to talk to the two of them. I, I enjoyed it. So totally different perspectives. <laughs> I mean, I really had to laugh, but it's great. I think it's a big, brave thing to do to move to New York. And, right. I, I, and at, no matter what age you're at. New chapters yeah. for both of them. I mean, that's really interesting to think about that. They're, you know, they're both starting a whole new phase in their life you know, at very different points in their life. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, we yep. wish them well. They have all of our support uh, and uh, all of the satellite sisterhood too. Yeah, I, Fiona just also wanted me to mention that she's also, in addition to her advertising nine to five, she's doing freelance music journalism. Should anybody need a free freelance music journalist? Good. Oh, so okay. I told her I would let her know and uh, we'll put her Instagram and the magazine she writes for in the uh, in the show notes and on the website and things like that. So yeah, if you yeah. want to follow Fiona or get in touch with her or read her stuff. Yeah, she would love to love to have the Satellite Sisterhood on board for her journey. All right, just a reminder, this week's episode Episode of pep talk is a double issue we're going to have our new york city travel tips gathered by you all some of our special new york city moments our spotify playlist satellite sisters heart new york you can find that uh we'll have other items too uh we're gonna have some entertaining system items our entertaining sisters items movies books tv that we love about new york city i can't uh, wait so that's it. yeah wow. so sign up for pep talk again sign up in the show notes or just go to satellitesisters.com and as soon as you land on the homepage, a sign up window will pop up and just give us your email all right well i just want to make a note that uh next week will be the return of cooking with liz <laughs> yes okay <laughs> yeah. okay <laughs> So here's what I was thinking about sisters. You know, I thought maybe I would do a whole mini season that was just like celebrity cookbooks and, you know, celebrity recipes and things. And then I thought, 
mm, I don't really care about all those people. I only care about, I only care about Stanley Tucci. So I'm doing a whole <laughs> mini season that I'm calling it's Tucci time. So cook, cooking with Liz, it's Tucci time. And you know, he has already published two cookbooks. Oh, um, I didn't realize that. Uh -huh. Yes. Yes. So I have the one that he published in 2014 that's called The Tucci Table. Mm -hmm. And he put this together with his wife, Felicity Blunt. So it is some of her British favorites, some of his Italian favorites. Anyway, I'm going to be making a couple of recipes from the, the Tucci Table. But then next week, he has a brand new book coming out that's both a memoir and includes some recipes. It's called Taste my life through food. I haven't gotten my hands on it yet, but it's on pre-order. So the second half of the cooking with Liz mini season, it's Tucci time is going to be stuff from the new book. So I will publish next week and, and next week's show, I'll explain what the actual recipes are, but I'm going to do this mini season the same way I did the summer of snacks mini season where every Thursday night, live in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group at 5 p.m. Pacific. So that's 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to be whipping up something, a little treat from Tucci. So there you go. It's Tucci time, sisters. <laughs> okay, Liz. Lee, and I think Liz has already worked out some new aprons, some new t-shirts. <laughs> There's going to be Tucci swag going with this well, cooking. Well, Julie, did you notice how many Satellite Sisters and Misters have posted in the Facebook group how much they love the Stanley Tucci CNN show? Yes, yes, so absolutely. I, I, I understand your inspiration. Mm -hmm, it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, if you're into the TV show, you're going to love the cooking with Liz mini season. <laughs> I'm just, I'm impressed that you're going with un, unseen recipes. <laughs> what do you we mean? Don't, well, we don't know what recipes are in this new book. What if it's very <laughs> complicated? <laughs> well, okay. Good point. Okay. Oh, remember, that's, what, that's what she brings to cooking, Leanne. Just yeah. no experience. Like yes. an experienced cook would know that you might want to test a recipe. I like it, Liz. Just go with it. It's not, about it's not about guaranteed success, Leanne. It's uh. about just trying it. So, okay. so we'll see. I, okay. you know, there you go. Okay. Liz, you're, you're a seasoned, uh, TV cook now. So I have nothing, <laughs> I have nothing to add. I have no creative notes to give you. I'm sure you can pull this off. Okay. So, uh, cooking with Liz and you're going to let people know, like on the Facebook page and Instagram, yes. like when yeah. things are happening, you're going yep, to, I will just I will. repeat everything you just said for people. That helps. Okay. I'll repeat great. it many, many times. Yep. Okay. We'll do. Um, all right. You know what? I think we've gone on long enough. This was wow. quite, a, quite a long show, but I mean, what are you going to do? It's NYC. Totally worth we got to we got to devote some time uh, to the Big Apple. We want to thank Sergio Enriquez uh, for um, always making our show sound great and Emily Loudermilk for her designs. Thank you, Emily. If you want to see the graphics Emily does for each show, um, you can go over to Instagram at Sat Sisters. I liked one of our Instagram people said last week, I like listening to the show now and trying to figure out which lines Emily is going to pull out for graphics. So that oh, is another game fun. you can play with yourself. That's just which, what's Emily going to, because we don't tell Emily what to do. She just listens to the show and whatever sticks out to her, she puts, she puts up. So that's been a lot of fun. Of course, we want to thank our sister, Sheila Dolan for being on the show and our niece, Fiona Dolan. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Uh, do we have to do's? Do you guys have yep. to do's today? Oh, wow. God, I totally forgot. Well, I, I think, I think the big to do is go to New York. Yeah. Let's go, go to New York. Okay. Go yep. to New York. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it was funny. My sons were there last weekend. So they had breakfast with Sheila and they had drinks with Fiona at one point. And my son, Colin, went to see Hades Town, um, the Broadway oh, show. Oh, and, I saw, and he loved it. But he said, the audiences are out of control. He said, people are just so excited to be back. He said, that's what made it so fun. Like every time the the singers started into, you know, the actors started singing a song, people just started screaming and cheering and jumping up and down. He said it was, and he said, you could just see that the actors on stage were responding to the enthusiasm of the crowd. So oh, wow. there you go. I pass that along. Uh, so go see a Broadway show. Let's do it, everybody. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Julie and Liz, have a great week. You too, you too Liam. Liam. And don't forget, call your satellite sisters.